0: From the Bob Barley studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged, roundtable discussion for October 27th, 2010 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Murner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Teresa Eccles. Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi back in the Peanut Gallery, Kathy Whirling, Walter Eccles, and Max the intern. In this week's show, we're going to talk about the 2012 sailings that Disney Cruise Line released last week. And Teresa Eccles is going to tell us about her Halloween experiences out in Disneyland. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, welcome to the show, everyone. It is uh, good to be back back home after, uh, what is it? It was like three weeks we weren't on the show. We had a week mm-hmm. off, and then we were out in Arizona and Colorado and Utah.
1: Oh, so you say.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't believe it. Okay. Where do you think I was? He was Sorry. in the back room the whole time. <laughs> he was in the office the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, we had a, an amazing, amazing trip. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did the Adventures by Disney Southwest Splendor's trip. That was Walter's uh, birthday present, actually. Belated birthday present. That's what he wanted for his 50th birthday back in April. And we just waited till October because it was an adults-only trip and it was going to be cooler. And let well, me tell you, perfect. everyone told, everyone said we made the right choice because it gets brutally hot. And it was... The weather was amazing, absolutely amazing. Everything, the whole thing was fantastic. We are actually going to be doing a full show about the uh, Southwest Splendors tour uh, that will go up uh, next Friday, which is November 5th. And I was playing around with the new iMovie 11, 2011 for the Mac and put together a fun trailer of some of the video clips I, I shot during our trip uh that's up on our disunplugged youtube page and it's also up on my facebook page so if you want to check it out there'll be a link to it in the show notes page podcast.wwinfo.com. while we're on the subject of adventures by disney trips we have to talk about our backstage magic trips for 2012 uh February is, or 2011, sorry. Yeah, I was like,
2: whoa. Um, I was okay. going to say, not yet, not
0: yet, not yet. <laughs> I've just got 2012. I've been doing a lot of 2012 yeah, stuff lately, so um, I've got 2012 on the brain. But uh, for our 2011 Adventures by Disney trips, the February trip is almost sold out. Yep. A few spots left. We've got tonight. a couple of spots left to fill it. We'd love to fill those up. We've had those spots open for a few weeks now
2: got to uh, tell you, final payment on that also, if you're thinking of doing it, final payment on that is going to be the December 12th. So okay. it's one of those things that, come on, let's get in on it.
0: And uh, the July trip is sold out. We're not accepting any new bookings on the July trip. However, the April trip is in need of more people. Um, I think we've got 17 confirmed on that. 18. 18 confirmed on that trip. Uh, we need 30. Uh, so if we can get some more folks on that April trip, we'd love to have you. Uh, we have, uh, in case you didn't know, uh, Disney legend and former head of uh, Disney Imagineering, Marty Sklar, is going to be doing a private lunch and meet and greet with our group on each one of those trips. So it's an amazing opportunity to get face time with somebody who actually worked side by side with Walt Disney. And, uh, Since
2: the
1: beginning.
0: Since the beginning.
1: Just to clarify, the, the trip is a go. We have met our minimum to make sure that trip will
0: go. Yeah, that trip is going to travel, but it's not guaranteed to be exclusive right. at this point, which means Disney could open it up to, to Riff, the, unwa- the unwashed masses. And we don't want that. We do not want the unwashed traveling with us.
1: And the reason why we don't want that is because then it would not just be our group. We want it to just be...
3: It would change the dynamic.
1: Right, it would change the dynamic of the group and...
0: Exactly.
3: Because then those people will be like, who the heck are you guys? Is on what?
1: Well,
4: we could, we
3: could convert them to our ways. Oh, so she's going to brainwash the math masses.
4: wash masses. We're <laughs> already having trouble filling that one because you're on it. <laughs> hey, hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. Don't even go there. That's right. That trip is Kathy and uh, Teresa uh, are on that trip, trip. along with the Walter. The
4: intimate trip. What the oh, hell's Lord, going on I on this trip? Get, get to know us closer.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> Kathy and Teresa are on that trip along with uh, Walter and myself. So, uh, and what are the dates on that? April
2: 17th through the 22nd.
0: April 17th through the 22nd.
2: You do this to me on purpose, don't you?
0: Well, I know because I didn't know. So, February
2: 20th through the 25th, April 17th through the 22nd, and July is July 31st through August something.
1: Mm hmm. And that one sold out. So it doesn't matter. However,
2: we also talked to folks about a fourth trip in August. And we do not have enough people on that to guarantee a go. Right. We're at 10. Mm. And those people have been very patient. However, they've well known right from the beginning that this was a let's see if we can do it kind of thing. So if you're interested in that trip also, if the dates don't work for you in April, that trip is still available.
0: Okay. Cool.
3: Pete looks thrilled. <laughs> He's like, "Okay." Okay.
0: <laughs> Pete's just relaxed. Pete's still on the <laughs> Pete's, Pete's still on the post vacation relaxation high. There was this one of like a vision quest or something. No, I didn't do peyote and, and get naked in the <laughs> no. yeah
1: so yeah because the steam that's exactly tent. what I would do. <laughs> Did you sit in the
2: longhouse with candy burger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. No, we just had an amazing time, met some great people on the trip, and again... How many
1: people were on your adventure?
0: Uh, I think it was like 16. It was a small group. It was a small group, and got to do some really cool stuff. I do some, but I don't want to talk about it now, because I want to do a show about it next week. So. Okay. But it was fun. It was fun. Anything else for housekeeping?
5: We'll let everybody know that our Step Up for Down Syndrome walk was a success. Um, we had over 50 people walk with us, half and half, were, um
3: like half dizzers and half, half friends dizzers, of family. Half
5: family, and friends. It was excellent. Um, we raised over eight thousand dollars. We won second place for the most
0: money raised. Awesome. And I th- well, I think that we should. We we didn't get to auction off the t-shirt. We'll do that next year. Well, I I say we do it and just donate the money. Do it do it now and donate the money to the Down Syndrome Association of Central Florida. I think they'll take the money. You respect it. Uh,
3: yes, they will. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter if it's during the walk or not.
0: Absolutely, right. do it. I think we should absolutely do it. But I'll leave that up to you. We had a great time, though.
2: I have one more thing. We have one of our listeners, our longtime listeners, who is facing a huge struggle. And I've talked before about how the positive thoughts of people on the Diz can work miracles. I'd like everybody to have positive thoughts for Carol and Michael Bowling. Carol's facing a health crisis, and she needs us all to think positive thoughts and point them towards her
0: done absolutely feel better Carol anything else housekeeping going once twice and it's Johnny with the news
1: our first story theme parks report eight injuries
0: central Florida's big in one day
1: (laughs) Florida central Florida's big theme parks reported eight ride injuries during the third quarter of 2010 Walt Disney World reported six A 45-year-old man who suffered a seizure on Dinosaur in Disney's Animal Kingdom. From boredom. A 51-year-old man who experienced chest pains on Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom. A 54-year-old female with chest pains on Mission Space. A 73-year-old woman who fell and broke her spine on the moving passenger loading area of Buzz Lightyear's Space Ranger Spin.
3: Wow.
1: That's pretty serious. Yeah.
0: Broke her spine.
1: There were also two injuries in Disney's Typhoon Lagoon a 39 year old man who collapsed and eventually suffered a stroke after riding storm slides. 39 years
0: and, old, oh my God.
1: And a 77 year old woman who lost consciousness in the wave pool. Meanwhile, Universal Orlando reported only one injury a 34 year old woman who broke her ankle on Camp Jurassic in Islands of Adventure. She's the only person in there, apparently. <laughs> wet and wild reported a 32 year old who experienced <laughs> chest pain requiring the use of a defibrillator under how old 32 year old oh my god I just
5: chugged my red bull
1: <laughs> and this is a, this is on turstuka which to me sounds like a german curse it means you're <laughs> stupid i think so for no now
3: it. don't some of these rides like dinosaur the people who have had the heart problems on Expedition Everest and all those—don't they have warning signs? Telling they do, you? but a lot of
0: times people don't know they have a heart problem. You right. know, for gonna... a lot of people, they don't find out till they're dead. Literally, they yeah. don't—they don't find out until they die of a massive heart attack.
2: And the man had a seizure. I mean, you know, that's
0: <sighs> not something that's really you can
3: right. No, you can't. To them,
2: yeah, you always hear about this, and it, the, the, the way it's worded, it makes it sound like it's because of the ride. Right, the ride didn't give people heart problems.
0: Right.
3: Uh, it was already it, there. It, it just, exacerbated yes.
2: what was already there, but n- might not have been known about.
0: Precisely. Precisely.
2: Well, they all have to be reported.
1: Right. Uh, also, I want to say neither SeaWorld nor Busch Gardens Tampa Bay reported any injuries.
3: Good for them. Yay.
0: Except for their trainers getting eaten by killer whales. I mean, but that was that was in the first quarter.
3: Oh, oh that's something count. I have to mention because we're oh, talking yeah. about SeaWorld. SeaWorld was one of the sponsors for the Step Up Walk. Um, they did a great job, you know, giving out free stuff and whatever. Um, they were giving out free Barbies. They were trainers with animals inside the box. They're trainer Barbies. Trainer Barbies.
6: They sell those. Yeah, they do. I've seen uh, them.
3: Yeah, well, I looked at Target to see if they were there, and I didn't see any. No, there's because Corey and I were like, maybe these are the ones they that aren't selling in the in the stores.
4: Yeah,
0: really.
3: I think they're specifically at the SeaWorlds, aren't they, Kathy?
4: Oh,
6: okay. As far as I know. Yeah, because yeah. that's the only place
4: we've seen it, and every time Stella sees it, she wants it. Like, yeah,
0: they walk
6: no. through the Shamu show trying to sell those. Do they also sell the killer
3: whale that goes with her? That's my she question. Came, didn't she come with a little whale? A little tiny whale, yeah. not a giant one.
2: Uh, see, I still think... or maybe it's a
0: normal-sized th- killer whale, and she's just giant Barbie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I just think okay. this was such... A bizarre accident. I still think people are going to want to grow up and work with animals, and people are still going to want to become veterinarians, and people are still going to want to be trainers. This This was a very sad and bizarre accident.
1: I think, though, taking that out of the equation, I still think trainer Barbie is a weird thing to sell.
4: Oh please! There's Teacher Barbie. There's potty train your little sister Barbie. Streetwalker Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> we well, have to take on Disney World because
2: they have those really creepy Marie Osmond dolls dressed up as little tour guides. Don't get me started on Marie Osmond. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: don't know. No Disney. Really? really? Any
3: any woman yeah, who yeah, wants passion. thousands of dolls that look exactly like her. Disney's got the, Disney's got the Disney little Girl weird. doll,
4: which is like American Girl. Okay, those
0: American Girl dolls are just downright creepy. Not really? as creepy I think as they're the, cute. the Disney one. No, they're like cold, dead eyes. and
4: <laughs> They're dolls. <laughs> we should have been at our house the other day. Like Heidi Klum. Stella, Stella had her three out, and Tiffany came over with her, her. She has them, too. And we had like six or seven American Girl dolls walking around the living room.
0: By themselves?
4: Yeah, they were oh, posing and
0: moving. With knives. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's the old girl version of Chucky.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> no, they're cute.
0: Okay.
1: Alright, our second news story Universal Orlando announces record third quarter profits You're Universal Orlando Resort Who the thunk it? Posted record third quarter profits last week Attendance at both Orlando theme parks, Universal Studios, and Isles of Adventure Was approximately 1 million visitors higher than the same time last year When 2.7 million visitors, visitors visited the parks The how oh, I lost my thing The 36% increase resulted in the highest attendance figures since Universal Studios debuted its Orlando theme park in 1990.
0: Okay. Here's my thing. Of course they did. It was the first quarter that reflected Harry Potter. So, of course they were going to show a huge increase. We saw the crowds. Everybody heard about the crowds. I mean, this was not a surprise. Of course... Of course, the fanboys and even some in the press are touting this as proof of success. No. Proof of success comes if they can maintain that and grow it in the third quarter of next year. Understand that this has to be an ongoing success for them. It can't just give them a good quarter or a good couple of quarters. This is something that has to be a game changer for them They spent $300 million on this 25-minute experience that is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So, of course, they had a great third quarter. I don't think anybody in their right mind thought that they weren't going to have a great third quarter. I'm reserving judgment on whether or not this is a financial success for Universal until next year. Let's see when when they can compare third quarter to third quarter with Harry Potter and both and see, were they able to grow it? If they can grow it next year in the third quarter, if they can do better next year than they did this year, which I think is going to be really tough to do because I think the bloom's already off the rose. But if they can do it next year, then we're talking about a true game changer, then I will say, yes, it's a success, they did it. But as of right now, the jury's out on that because... Labor Day hit and the crowds vanished. I didn't even think that was going to happen. I thought we were going to be seeing crowds through January. But when you can get on to Forbidden Journey in 20 minutes and everything else is a walk-on and the rest of the parks are completely empty like they usually are in September, that's concerning to me. I think they're not going to see I'm 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 concerned about it. But I'm I'm hoping that what we'll see next year in the third quarter for Universal is growth over this year. If they have done that, then they have managed it properly. They have brought the people in, they've created something people want to see more than once. Cuz right now for me, once is pretty good. Once is pretty good there. I don't think I don't think there's enough to do multiple times but we'll see.
1: What I find interesting about this number is this is the highest atten- attendance record by 30 pre- 36% since the park is opened.
0: I, so I mean what and again not crap. a surpri- that's not a surprise. That's not a surprise.
1: As a surprise to me, I again, you know where we stand what? on Harry Potter, we're not fans. It's a surprise to me because of you would think that this park would have big attendance jumps when it first opened it would have big attendance jumps when it opened some new stuff when it opened the way.
0: but it's, it's never when opened Spider-Man. anything like this right. the last time they had something major on this scale was the opening of violence of adventure so
1: right. I mean it's a whole park
0: <laughs> I I the the hype that surrounded this the crowds that it saw over the summer and I'm sure that the number campaign was, does not surprise. me.
1: I'm sure the marketing dollars were that much of an increase over what they've spent in the past too. Yeah,
0: so I mean, and 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 good. You know, they've put a lot of money and a lot of effort and a lot of time into it. And believe me, because I was disappointed with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, in no way means I want Universal to fail or I don't want them to succeed with this. I do. I love Universal. Always yeah. have. I thought this was overhyped. That was my big thing. This was overhyped. This was not what they built it up to be. This was not the theme park within a theme park. Yeah, and they're still, you know, with all their oh well we never really meant that. Caveats that they issued after after it opened and people started calling them on it. Um they're still out there calling it a theme park within a theme park, and it's not. But all that stuff aside, I I want to see them succeed. I want them I want them to do well. I think when Universal is successful and Universal does well, and the same goes with SeaWorld, it creates competition within Orlando. It forces every competition, forces everybody to raise their game, and it helps tourism in this town. And anything that does those things is a good thing in my book. So I do want to see this succeed. I do want to see this succeed, but we'll see. We'll see how it come. We'll see what it says, what, what, what the numbers are. In the third quarter of next year,
5: they have, a, they have a cool billboard on the beach line. I don't know if you've seen it. It's, uh, it's Harry Potter with the with his wand, but it's like coming way out at you.
3: Mm, it is cool.
0: I haven't seen it. Yet.
1: And in conjunction with that, there's obviously a um, a revenue bump. They doubled their revenue from sixty one million to hundred to two hundred and seven to one hundred and twenty seven million. However, those numbers also reflect heavy marketing spending. You know, prior to the release, right? So, I mean, those are you can't take those numbers as, um, you know, straight comparison. And our final news story: Disney Dream preparing for float out. The first of the two new cruise ships that Walt Disney World, that the Walt Disney Company is having built in Germany, will float out of its covered construction dock for the first time this coming weekend. Woohoo! Maya Werft said the 4,000 passenger Disney Dream will float away from its sheltered dock on Saturday, October 30th, 2010. The ship won't go far. Upon leaving the dock, the Dream will remain in the shipyard's harbor to undergo a series of trials that will test technical systems such as stabilizers and rudders. It will remain berthed alongside the yard and for at least. It will remain berthed alongside the pier for at least another two weeks. Uh, they expect the Dream to depart the shipyard on the second week in November, when it will be conveyed down the River Ems and into the North Sea scheduled to arrive in Brevard County's Port Canaveral in January 2011. Sweet. This is the biggest ship built at the uh, shipyard. And it will be 128,000 gross tons, 370 yards long, and have a top speed of 23.5 knots. Uh, com- with the Disney Fantasy, the two ships carry an estimated combined price tag of
2: $1.5 billion. Whoa.
0: It's the cost of a theme park.
2: I have some extra information about the shows on the... Dream coming
0: out. Okay,
2: uh, there will be three new shows on the Dream: uh, Disney's Believe, The Golden Mickey's,
6: and Villains
2: Tonight.
0: Aren't those all yeah, existing the shows? Mickeys. Those are all existing Disney's shows.
1: Believe isn't. Disney's no, Believe is not. a new show, but the other two are existing shows.
6: Have you been looking at the? I've never heard of the villain show. The yeah, the villain
0: yeah. show just yeah that's that's been on there for a while, you, or at least Have this year. Have you been
6: on a cruise in so long? Hint. <laughs> <laughs> <But. laughs> Have you guys been looking at the webcam of the ship being built? There's a whole thread on the, the Diz about it that they they lowered the water, and people noticed that the three thrusters in the front of the ship. I mean, people are just looking at every little detail of this new ship. I mean, it's just by the time it gets here, everybody's going to go, yeah, that's like old.
2: Uh, the Disney, the new theater at on the Dream is a, two, a three-story theater. It will have balcony seating for the first time. It's supposed to uh, remind you of an art deco show palaces uh, palace of a bygone time. Uh, it's equipped with the most uh, technologically advanced theatrical equipment on land or sea and believe the new show i understood villains tonight to be a new show off also no it's no a villains new show, tonight but it's it's on it's, a
1: new it's show on, on the magic on right
0: now but
3: it's yes.
2: newer right got right. you um, disney's believe is an original stage spectacular premiering on the dream a uh, story about a cap with a captivating musical score score less l- i'm having trouble talking i'm cool. telling you a little lush. slow
0: motion stroke
2: really lush production and um, 20 disney's most beloved characters and including Cinderella, Peter Pan, Mary Poppins, and Belle from Beauty and the Beast.
6: I think Ferris will like those. He loves just music. Just another one
2: of the mashup productions that they're going to do.
1: And you,
6: don't, you have to have a ticket now to get in. It wasn't like you just picked your show. Now they're assigning you a show time. Mm.
1: All right. The new ships have a dining time and a show time associated with them, and there's two for each. There's two mm-hmm. dining times and there's two show times.
0: I hate to say this. I never do the shows.
1: It's been a long time since I've been to the shows.
6: I do the shows. I do, do like the, the Toy Story show, but I, I like, like the other We ones. did one on the cruise last
4: year. It's because was, you're gay. And I was sorry that I didn't do them all. What's right. the one with the
6: dream? The
4: little the D- person? Disney's dream. Okay, D- it D- is D- called dream. dream. The new show will be 50 minutes long,
2: have 20 plus Disney characters, 17 st- songs, magic effects, an illusionist, and six high definition projectors.
5: Yeah, they couldn't do the dream on the dream. That no. would be a little cheesy.
0: Yeah. I
2: like the shows.
3: I, I do too like It's not shows. that I don't
0: like them It's just that once you, Once I've seen them I'm good I mean
3: Yeah repeating them Is a, is a little much for yeah, me Yeah I'm, I'm
0: working on my little, Like my 24th or 25th cruise here So
3: Okay well Disney. it's my second one And I'm gonna do the shows so.
0: We're excited about the dream I th- I've gone on over 10 And I still think it's great But you're gonna do the shows Because you're a gay man Trapped in a woman's body The
3: true, dream true. is our first Official family vacation As a family of four
0: we booked Flounder, alone. Flounder We're not
3: going, it's not a podcast cruise. We're not taking his parents. It's just going to be the four of us. So I'm really excited.
2: Cool beans.
0: I'm very excited to see the dream. Very, very excited to see the dream. Can't wait. The
2: aqueduct I just found out is 52 inches in diameter. Will that fit me? I'm 50, <laughs> I was just going to say, I can't fit. I'm 53 inches in diameter.
0: Really?
1: I don't know. I just made it up. <laughs> <out. laughs> Like, wow. however,
2: I know I can't fit for sure I have a feeling it's going to if I did it it would look like that commercial on TV for Lipitor <laughs> <laughs> I can't fit. where the little white blood cells all get bottled <laughs> That's up
3: it's so horrible
2: yeah. I will be aqueduct
1: free. No. Yeah, so they'll be sending more kids down to dislodge me. Okay.
2: <laughs> send the small ones, like Pooh Bear in the hole. Line them up. Let's make a chain. Push him through.
1: Really? Like, there'll be a whole chocolate
2: at the end. Come on! <laughs> it's that Augustus glooped moment. Uh. Are you
1: gonna try it?
0: Yeah, yeah. If it if it'll if I can fit. I don't, yeah, because I don't want to be like I don't want to be the constipation in the aqueduct either. So, <laughs> you know, I don't want to be the intestinal blockage.
2: Get the he's in the aqueduct.
0: The intestinal you know blockage. It's all clear, right? Yeah. So clear that
1: everybody through.
2: on this ship will see you no, zooming
1: along in your bathing suit. I think more along the lines of you being able to see out. Um,
3: it's a little freaky. Yeah. I have to admit, I, I, I want to do it, but I am a little freaked out. So there will like be a,
2: a, a height restriction: a minimum of forty-eight inches
0: yeah but are they going to be weighing us as we get on like okay no there's
3: going to be, like gonna be a biggest loser scale sitting right at the and entrance a little tube to put you in a little test well, tube well I mean you know look we've all been
0: we've all been we've all been on, on on the Disney ships I mean you know and we've seen people at the pools we're not all thin no, So, we're not
2: but we're not all in a glass tube no no my point,
0: my point my point being that there obviously has to be there's obviously going to have to be a maximum size restriction: fifty-two inches. And, I'm
1: not kidding. My but, chest and arms. Right, and I think no, is
0: bigger than fifty-two. Inches. What I'm, but, but what I'm saying is, how is Disney going to know that? I mean, are we going to have a yeah. little Fat Patrol scenario here, where they somebody gets out the measuring tape? They're going to have those people from Universal. Yeah, I'm they're
4: going to have a little test tube there. You're going to. I
0: really there? hope. I really, really hope. Are you listening, Disney? I really hope that you think about how you're going to handle that now. Okay, take a look at what you the the, the cluster fudge that was visiting or uh, uh, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey, and what they were doing to overweight guests on that ride. You cannot have that happen when people are in their bathing suits. You have to have a discreet way of determining whether or not people are going to be the intestinal blockage in the aqueduct. Um, you need to know. So I'm very interested to see how Disney handles that. Better
2: you have to have somebody at the beginning of the ride lubing up the fat people. <laughs> yeah,
0: <really? laughs>
2: Here's your baby oil. Get your baby oil. Yeah. A can of Pam.
0: <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I have a spray. i have a spray. Have a spray it down.
1: I mean, they're going to have to do something. Because they can't. You know, you can't arbitrarily say to somebody you look too big. So well, cuz you know, it's something that sizes them like any other ride.
0: It's funny, you know, one of the things I've been saying about Forbidden Journey was that Disney would never have allowed this. Disney would never have allowed something a situation like that to exist. Let's see if let's see if I was right. I have to I have to believe that Imagineering thought about this. I have to believe that imagine if they didn't, then wow. But
2: I also think there's going to be a problem with the 48 inches tall. Um, that's going to exclude a lot of kids. Yeah. And I mean, not, there are some kids who are under tall that are of the right age to do this. And I, I imagine that's going to, I actually think the seat near the entrance to the aqueduct could be like cruise theater.
5: I think it's mainly <laughs> for the tube that you sit in. That, you know, if, if you're too short, you can fall you the ra- through. Like the raft. Or yeah, you can fall through too. that little hole.
4: What well, wait we What little hole? The
3: raft that you sit on.
5: The raft. Oh, oh no, okay. okay. It has a closed okay. bottom, but there are two little... But um, there's two seats in them also. Yeah, there are two seats. So, I don't know, at At Blizzard, we had restrictions because kids would fall right through the hole.
4: So you're in a, ra- in a little tube right. going through... It's a double tube. A tube, okay. Kind of go like on. going off rapids So you and
0: the tube beach. have to have less
2: of a circumference than 52 so
0: inches. So
4: you're not laying flat. Mm-mm. I pictured it as No
0: in the in the in the in the animated videos that they put they put out they show two people sitting in there sitting up
4: Okay, okay. But You're in like
0: a, you're you're in a raft of some kind Sailing and,
2: through this clear. Well, there are parts of it that are not uh, enclosed, and that's the, what it's like the crusher gusher at Typhoon Lagoon, where you're going. There'll be a water jet which will propel you into the next section.
3: Now, that's not anywhere near the edge of the ship. Correct? Good lord, please! <laughs> it's actually
2: <laughs> along the sides of the ship.
1: There's going to be it overhangs. I, right I, I was
2: just going to say. I understand there are parts that are. That, know, they do. Yeah.
4: That's why I'm a little. Frightened. Okay, Gopher and Julie and the rest of the love boat crew is going to have the little. Things throwing them out into the ocean to collect the people that flew off, I guess. Oh, so. I mean, it's enclosed. Yeah. Okay. Not on the way. Part of it's going to be open. Okay.
0: So. All right. That's it for the news. All right. Not. Thank you for that, John. We'll move on to rapid fire. Who would like to go first?
3: I will. For those of you that are going to be in town this weekend for Halloween, some of the Walt Disney World resorts are going to be having fall- Halloween festivities. It's for resort guests only. I want to stress that. Fort Wilderness will be having activities on the 30th and 31st and then Old Key West, Port Orleans, Saratoga Springs, and Wilderness Lodge will be having activities just on the 31st. they are going to be things like crafts and pool activities, costume contests, trick-or-treating, pumpkin carving, and all sorts of different things. Each resort have has some of the same activities and then some different activities. I know at Fort Wilderness they're going to be having um, a contest bet- among the cabins and your. What do you call them? Campsites. Yes, campsites for decorating. They'll be judging who has the best Halloween decorations. And then also each resort will be showing a movie later in the evening. It'll either be Hocus Pocus, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, or The Haunted Mansion.
0: I love Hocus Pocus. I do, I do, do too.
3: It's one of my favorites.
0: What a great movie.
3: I love when they're walking together. <laughs> I to, I
2: to. <laughs> uh, Downtown Disney is going to have uh, Halloween festivities also. They'll be trick-or-treating. And I just saw that Point Orlando is going to be doing that also.
3: <laughs> they got to do something.
0: Yeah, Point Orlando is dead.
3: It's so dead. I it mean, was they so sad. there are some things to do, but it is. It, yeah.
0: They 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 pretty much thrive on convention business there mm-hmm. because of their location.
2: And a lot of there's a lot of kid conventions out that way.
3: So I think that sounds like a lot of fun. I hope that some people take advantage of what they have going on. Are
0: you gonna be taking the kids down to on property for trick or treating?
3: I want to go to Downtown Disney. We're
0: gonna do Downtown Disney. Yeah,
5: check That's it out. Cool. We don't want to go around the neighborhood.
3: Yeah. We're actually
0: thinking of bringing
2: Kevin's mom there just to watch the kids. Just go out and sit and watch the kids. Go to Earl's Sandwich and watch the kids trick or treat.
4: That's nice. Who's going to beat your house when I come over trick-or-treating? The dogs. The dogs? Okay.
5: (laughs) All right. Well, thank you, Julie. Corey? Gaylord Palms has a new holiday exhibit this year in addition to ice. It's called Snow. Um, You can play in 40 tons of real snow in this North Pole Carnival. They're going to have carnival-style games, elf bowling, Oh no. <laughs> is that like dwarf? Is that like dwarf tossing? Uh, <laughs> I know.
7: That's what I was thinking.
5: I knew. And I knew that out over there. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: so going to get letters. It's going to be a, uh, a frosty
5: ring toss, uh, a snow tube run for the kids. So you can do this in addition to ice or you can buy a ticket just for the snow experience. Snow and ice. I've never done
0: dwarf tossing. Oh God, I'm not is it?
4: <laughs> like, It's probably bowling the
3: the elves over Yes
4: But th-
0: throwing the Well it says elf bowling, bowling It sounds like Yes
3: And hopefully they are fake And not real <laughs> Sounds like
0: you're tossing Little people down a lane <laughs> Elf, bowl. elf no, bowling No are throwing a
4: ball At the little people That's better
3: <laughs> 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 To knock them down That would be the bowling Again
4: <laughs> Not getting any better
2: <laughs> not The hole's getting wider And deeper
3: <laughs> Hey this was their idea
1: And next year will be sleet with okay. <laughs> <laughs> an exclamation mark at the
2: end of it They really I, I, S- Snow <gasps> Freezing rain S- S- <laughs> S- <laughs> S-
4: <laughs> S- It stand the, fl- the freezing just rain. get
0: pelted with freezing rain know. Yeah.
5: This would be something for our kids to do I think mm-hmm. ice is too cold yeah. for them Maybe playing snow. in snow won't be as cold <laughs> No telling
4: They've been carving since July That's become that, ice.
0: that has become such a great tradition yep. uh, Here in Orlando Going over to the Gaylord, have dinner or lunch, and go do ice. And, and I this guess... year's
4: theme is uh, the night before Christmas, I think. Oh,
3: really? I think so. That's fun.
4: Uh, cool.
5: Cool. There's Thank all you. types of prices and combos, so we'll have a link to that.
2: Cool. Thank you, Corey. Would you like to see a picture of John sitting on Ice's Santa's lap in his big blue parka? <gasps> oh, my.
4: Oh, look at him. <laughs>
3: He looks so but tiny. He looks, he looks so petite.
1: <laughs> I almost look like I can fit in the aqueduct.
3: <laughs> <laughs> little John
1: was okay. Santa.
0: You need to forward that to me because it no, no. does have to go up. No no,
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I have a happy home. <laughs> this was for you. Imagine it in your head. I have a happy home.
4: It is really no, cute.
2: No forwarding of the
4: picture. Look, at he, he was even smiling. Uh-huh. Little. He was. Little John was hey, saying. My
1: teeth were chattering. You
5: see where Santa's hand is, though?
0: Yeah, really.
1: It was bad touch Santa (laughs) (laughs) Santa's an icicle
2: That was sweet That was
1: really inappropriate (laughs) Cut that out
2: (laughs) (laughs) No leave that in That was sweet It stays I would like credit for my rapid fire Because I did it during the Talk about the the dream My rapid fire was the new show Okay Hmm so check my all
1: right card. check mark
0: you yeah, got credit because okay. I, I keep track of that done
1: um, mine is keeping in line with Disney Cruise Line we have announced the time and the place for our group photo on Podcast Cruise 2.0 9.30 a.m. on Boat Beach which is the first tram stop um, I understand from folks who go on the DVC cruise, this is where they take the DVC photos.
3: Oh, on Castaway. A Castaway Key. I, oh, I was, I was like, I never shoot. heard of that on the ship. Shoot. <laughs> shoot.
4: I thought I had all the information.
3: Putting us on, the, on some beach.
1: 9.30 a.m., Castaway Key Day at Boat Beach. Gilligan's Island First on. Tram at Boat stop. Beach. And you get the ship in the
2: background and we you know, a photographer on a crane. Oh.
5: Look for the helicopter. Because, <laughs> because the people
2: have scheduled other activities for that day, we need to make sure that everybody is they're a couple of minutes early and ready to do this. Right.
3: I'd say 15 minutes early. And how, how many a couple? people are going to be in this picture, John?
2: I don't know yet. Depends on who
1: can
5: make right, it. Can We're around 600.
0: There's about 600 of us. So.
1: Right. so now we've got people who are going to be in the marathon, so they may not be able to be there 15 minutes early. But So in any event... Um... So look for the big crane. Look for the photographer on the crane. Yeah, and they just you, have a
3: big you, you crane on Castaway? They
1: cast a group of 600 people. Yeah. They might. Yeah, really. They, have, they actually have this on Castaway Key. I think they have it on the ship because they do this photo quite often. They do it for DVC cruises and other specialty cruises.
2: How fun.
0: I think it's going to be a great picture. That's it. Awesome. Thank hey, you, John. You have to
4: tag everybody on Facebook.
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> Teresa.
4: Well, they made the final announcement for the last narrator for Candlelight Processional, so I thought I'd go over all the narrators again This for this year. Um, November 26th to the 28th, Isabella Rossellini. 29th to December 1st, John O'Hurley. John O'Hurley. Um, December 2nd to the 4th, Corbin Burnson; 5th to the 6th, Susan Lucci. 7th to the 9th, well, jo- Lucci. Lucci. Jody Benson. 10th and the 11th, Whoopi Goldberg. 12th to the 15th. Stephen Curtis Chapman, sixteenth and eighteenth. Thomas Gibson, nineteenth to twenty-first. Trace Atkins, twenty-second, twenty-third. Brad Garrett, twenty-fourth to the twenty-seventh. Edward James Olmos, and the last one is Marlene Matlin, the twenty-eighth through the thirtieth.
0: Marley Matlin.
4: Marley? Oh, Marley Matlin. Okay. So cool And Grace uh, Her school announced They got one show this year For the chorus Only one They had six last year Wow Wow. They have a new uh, director At the school And they didn't have The connections I don't think Oh (gasps) This is like Glee Yeah They didn't have the connections
2: Tonight's the Rocky Horror So
4: she was upset They only have John O'Hurley
3: so. I like Trace Adkins. I think he has a great voice. I think Brad Garrett might be good too. I mean, he's got
0: a great he, voice. I mean, Whoopi. It's all. It's all Whoopi all the Brad time. Brad Garrett.
3: We saw
2: Brad Garrett in Las Vegas.
4: He was great. Right. I'm going to go see Thomas Gibson personally. Okay. Wasn't he in Dharma and Greg? Yeah, he's in Criminal Minds now, though. Okay, oh, that's
0: who he is. Okay,
6: okay. <laughs> Keep
4: trying to move forward.
0: Yeah, really. Okay, stop being interesting two minutes ago. <laughs> Kathy, what do you have? <laughs>
6: takes a while. Um Disney announced discounted military tickets again, so you can get um discounted tickets starting October 24th, which already started through October 1st, 2011. Um there's a whole thread on the diz basically um you can get up to 6 4-day armed forces salute tickets and they're $138 plus tax. So you can check on on base, Shades of Green will have them.
2: Is there a definition of what constitutes military? Yes,
0: Teresa's going through menopause right in front of us.
6: Uh, <laughs> yes, I did have that here. I read fast.
2: Because you, we get emails from people who want to know, I was in the military in World War One. Does that still count?
6: Basically, you have to have an idea. Okay,
0: if you're still alive and you were in World War One, wow. I being facetious, okay. but you
2: know what I mean. I was in the Crimean War. Can I get a <laughs> Disney ticket?
6: But there's a, a whole... <laughs>
0: I played risk in the (laughs) kid. I was with the Visigoths.
6: There's a uh, thread on the Diz again. Cheshire Figment has a a thread all about the military tickets, and it's already up to three pages with people asking Did you get new glasses, Kathy?
0: No.
6: Wait wait a minute. Here we go.
0: Welcome to Non Sequitur Roundtable. Stream of consciousness.
6: Including active reserve or retired ID card from the Air Force, Army, Coast Guard, Marine Corps, or Navy. This includes disabled veterans whose ID card indicates DAV PRM. And then... Um, it has dependents. And the, the important thing to remember is the person that has the ID card has to be there when you buy the tickets. You can't just go, oh, hey, my dad used to be in the Army, and yeah. I want my
0: Give me status. something, yeah.
3: Yeah, I have an uncle who's in the Army Corps of uh, Engineers, and I know that they use Shades of Green and also get those tickets. So,
0: Cool. Thank you very much, Kathy. Walter.
8: Grinch, miss, the Grinch character, Breakfast. Treat your family to the food and fun of the special holiday character, Breakfast at... Francisco's Grill.
0: Confisco's. Confisco's
8: Grill at Universal's <laughs> Islands of Adventure. Um, you enjoy special appearances by the Grinch, the Who's, and the Cat in the Hat. It's going to be December third through the fifth, the nineteenth through the twelfth, the sixteenth through the twenty-first. The nineteenth through the twelfth? Yeah. I'm sorry. Then, I'm sorry. Let me start over. This will be. I can't hear myself on the, in the headphones, so I can't understand what I'm saying. Hold on. December's gonna be <laughs> It's gonna be the ninth of the
0: twelfth,
8: the sixteenth through the twenty first, the twenty third through the thirtieth, and January first and second.
0: And I hope they stop putting spinach in the green eggs. Because oh, it looked that like green flem and ham. Yeah, it was no this it was disgusting.
4: Reminds me of Bob and the Grimwich. The Grimwich. That was a fun and, thing though.
0: And that, that video that oh, I, I did time, yeah. that year. That, that's a very popular had two video years it's had ago? A, Oh my gosh had like a,
3: Max looks like a baby
0: It was two years ago Stella
3: Yeah, yeah. That was a good good time
1: The Who's going to be there?
0: The Grinch
2: The Who, yeah The, Who's. the, Who's. the Who's. Who's See, I won't be fooled
1: again Roger
0: Daltrey Yeah <laughs> Oh God again.
2: They're from your generation
0: i yeah, my generation I
2: love The Who's
8: They look like a plastic gone bad or something
0: Yeah, they're kind of freaky
3: the who? Ferris makes a face of where he looks like a who. Have
2: you seen Roger Dolcher lately? Yeah. He yeah.
1: looks like a who. He looked good. <laughs> <laughs> he looks more like a what?
0: <laughs>
4: but the Gr- they did a really good job on the Grinch. The Grinch is amazing.
0: At least the guy that was playing it when I was there two years ago was absolutely out of this world. Absolutely out of this world. We'll have to check it out this year. Yeah, we have to do it. I, it's, it's fun. So. Talking
2: about Dr. Seuss characters, I just heard they're making a movie out of the Lorax. I'm excited. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 doesn't three, take much, does uh, it? Uh, I, I, that's Dr. Seuss' classic. It's the best Dr. Seuss book ever. Yeah, I love that book. I love oh, it. I am the Lorax. I speak for the trees.
0: Oh, nice to meet you, Lorax. <laughs> okay. All right. That will do it for Rapid Fire. We're going to move on to our first segment this week and talk about the 2012 cruises that were released last week. And more importantly, the 2012 cruises that weren't released last week. Kind of surprising. We were expecting that uh, because 2012 will uh, all four ships, the Wonder, the Magic, the Dream, and the Fantasy will all be online in 2012, and we were expecting to hear some big announcement about uh, new itineraries, potentially a new port, a a new temporary port of call for one of the ships. We did not get that, did we?
1: We did not. They released itineraries through, uh, pretty much through August of next year, uh, not for all ships.
0: Or for 2012.
1: For for 2012, I'm sorry. Not for all ships, um, but For the most part, uh, nothing spectacular, no surprises. Um, The Disney Dream will continue three, four, and five-night Bahamian cruises out of Port Canaveral, pretty much following the same schedule that they have now. Um, The Wonder will be continuing to sail out of the West Coast doing Mexican Riviera cruises.
0: Mexican Riviera, part of the year; Alaska, part of the year. Well, they year.
1: haven't announced that. They've only announced Mexican Riviera through April twenty second, two thousand twelve. Okay. This is similar to the the current schedule for two thousand eleven. Makes us think they'll then reposition and do Alaska cruises, then come back and do Mexican Riviera cruises again. But again, no specific information past April twenty uh, second of two thousand twelve. Um, the magic. The Magic is going to be doing seven-night Eastern and Western cruises for the first quarter of 2012, uh, with the last one announced for uh, March 24th of 2012. Again, nothing been announced. Nothing
0: on the med crew for Mediterranean itineraries, I, things like that. We
1: do believe, based on some things that Bob Iger has said, and um, Jason Garcia is actually quoted in the Orlando Sentinel that uh, Disney and Iger believe. The best use of the magic is those Mediterranean sailings. So, yeah, but they can't sell them. I, <laughs> they're having a horrible time selling them. <laughs> Preaching to the choir um, doesn't make sense to me. Why, you know, why are you beating that itinerary to death mm-hmm. when you can't
0: sell it? Well, I, I think it's a it's a wonderful itinerary. Uh, talking about the Med cruises, right. wonderful itinerary, amazing ports of call. The prices are astronomical. You need. If you want the advanced bookings, you need to bring the prices down.
1: I also think that with these special itineraries, what happens is you have the Disney Cruise Line fanatics, the huge fans like us, who want to go on those ships to different ports of call. And I think the first year they did it, they've exhausted that pool. So now you have to figure out a way to get more people interested Mm -hmm. in those itineraries. and
2: the thing is... Once you've stepped out of that fanatic pool, which I consider myself part of, yeah. I'm not not a slur, not but then you get into people who are pricing your cruise against Royal Caribbean.
0: Exactly.
2: And what's happening is Royal Caribbean's is half the price. Mm-hmm. And they have things that the Disney cruise ship doesn't. So if you're not talking about that Disney fanatic, now you're just talking about the person looking for mm-hmm. a cruise. And it, there are things that the other cruise ships have you know there are adults who like having well, a casino on board and when the ship is half price,
0: well I'm, I'm 65% certain that I'm going back to Europe next year to do a med cruise um, I did it back in April but we worked it and I got off that ship twice
1: you're thinking 2011 or 2012
0: <laughs> 2011 um, I'm thinking about doing it um, because it's like I really want there was a a lot of things I didn't get to see. Walter and Max got off the ship, but I didn't. And I really want to go have that experience. So I'm, I'm seriously thinking about
1: So the magic we know through uh, March twenty fourth, 2012, we'll be doing Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. We don't know what's past that. Um, after the magic stops doing those, the fantasy will take over, doing alternating uh, Eastern and Western itineraries. After the uh, magic stops doing those, that particular itinerary, the fantasy will take over, Again, alternating between Eastern and Western Caribbean cruises. Um, these were these are announced through August eighteenth, two thousand twelve. No information past August eighteenth, two thousand twelve, makes us think there might be special itineraries, there might be special cruises from that point forward. But we don't know at that point; it's all speculation. All right. Because well, us thing
5: different about the the Western Caribbean and the Fantasy—they're not going to Key West on well, the Western Caribbean; they're going to Costa Maya instead. Any idea why they pulled Key West from the Western?
1: I have a feeling. I don't know exactly why. I have a feeling there, there are issues with ports of call in 2012. When I tried to ask people about why have we only seen it so far, blah, 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 blah. The answer I keep getting is there are issues with the contracts for ports excuse
0: me, for ports of call. Well, here, here's the issue with that. Disney, for as big as its name is and as big a company as it is, as a cruise line, this is a boutique cruise line that right now has two ships. Uh, they are the little guys, whereas Carnival, Royal Caribbean, those guys, those are the big players. Those are the ones that have 20 and 30 ships. And they've had these contracts in these ports for a long time. And so what I think you're I think what's happening is, is you have these other ports saying to Disney sure you can come in, but you have to come in on a Wednesday. And they're like, no, we don't want to come in on a Wednesday. we want to come in on a Sunday. Well, sorry.
2: You also, Key West is like a half-day port still, isn't right. it? When it's like you get off the ship at 1 o'clock. Yeah, when Disney gets to Key West, it's kind of late in the day. So maybe
1: they've just decided that. Oh, I don't know. Well, it's the same with, um,
5: you know, Costa Maya. You get there at about 1 o'clock, too. You board the ship at
1: 4.30. Yeah, I don't know specifically why it's not Key West anymore, but I think we're... we're they are running into issues with ports of call, hmm. so.
0: Well, I want to talk a little bit about the speculation okay. that has been swirling now for months, some of which we have fueled, uh, about what's going to be happening in 2012, because there's some interesting stuff out there. A rumor, one rumor, is that uh, because Olani is going to be opening in Hawaii in August of 2012 that we may see some... Or 2011, excuse me. Um, that in 2012, we may see some Hawaiian itineraries, which is why they haven't announced Alaska yet, because they might be doing Hawaii instead. Right. Uh, again, that would be... They might be having trouble with ports because of existing cruise lines.
1: Well, we also did a, we did a story in the news about how um, Disney has actually... Contracted for a tender spot in a port that's not really developed enough to support a cruise ship. Um, so there's a possibility that they need to wait for that terminal to be built right. and that area to be built up.
0: So I think a Hawaiian cruise could be in the offing. But with the success of these Alaskan itineraries, which are over the moon successful
2: and expensive.
0: And expensive. These Alaskan itineraries have been selling incredibly well. It's the kind of success I think they wish they had in the Mediterranean itineraries. Uh, With that, I think you're finding that – I think we're going to find that uh, there's no way they can't do those – continue doing those Alaskan itineraries as long as they're making money, especially if the med cruises are not producing the kind of booking numbers that they need.
2: I also think there's something else involved, and I think it has to do with the fact that Alaska is still considered kind of an exotic port of call, but people have the feeling that you're not leaving the States. Right. I think that has a lot to do with the popularity.
0: I think you're absolutely right. Plus, you know, you I, I, when, just when we talk to people, just in general, about cruising, uh, they say, oh, God, I'd love to cruise to Alaska. Love to cruise to Alaska. Love to cruise to Alaska. Hear this. Or my mother. My mother's like, oh, I would love to cruise to Alaska. So there is I mean it is popular. It is popular. I think you're right. I think the fact that it, Alaska is an American state um, <laughs> allows that that exotic aspect without feeling like you're traveling overseas and are going to get blown up by terrorists.
2: Well, there's been all these reports of political unrest even in places like, you know, London and um, Paris and in Germany yeah. and Spain. So it's just it's I think without being an irrational fear, I think it, it's a, probably a subconscious thing that I also think that it appeals to people who think, well, if I'm going to Alaska, I'm not going that far out in the ocean. Right. I know that I've heard that a couple of times. I feel like we'll be closer to land. Do you think that
1: Alaska will go the way of the mid-cruises and that we've Disney has exhausted the Uber fan base this year? No,
0: I don't. I don't. I really don't. I think the... Because even with the Uber fan base, I don't think you saw the kind of success for them. Because I mean, last year was the first year they did the Med cruises as a regular thing, right. and they were they were they were doing fire sales in those staterooms like crazy right. last season, except
1: for the transatlantic and the first sailing. Well, because the, the transit sailings were, were reduced.
0: The transit, even the transit, the, the transatlantic is always popular because it's fourteen days and it's eleven dollars. Right. So <laughs> it's you know it's it's inexpensive. It's when you start getting, you know, last year we we saw, you know, a category eight stateroom that was going for five thousand dollars for two adults, uh, ended up, you know, once the once the cancellation window had closed, uh, for a particular cruise, you were seeing those same staterooms going for two thousand dollars for two adults.
2: Also, flights to the West Coast are almost always going to be cheaper well, than international flights.
0: And I'm telling you, this is the, the only thing giving me pause about going and doing the med cruise next year is I priced out what it was going to cost to fly a round trip mm-hmm. from Orlando to Barcelona. Now, in April when we went, the round trip cost per person was about $800, which is reasonable for me. Uh, right now, the price I'm getting is 1350 per person in coach. Round trip um, That's a lot of money That's a lot of money When you consider for About that amount I can fly to Australia So What I You know mm. it, it, that That's a big deal um, Although I was only looking At one airline I was only looking at Delta I wasn't looking at other airlines there were Probably other airlines That may have better fares But Considering I flew Delta In April To Barcelona I was comparing I'm comparing apples to apples here So that's one factor where those Mediterranean cruises are concerned. I hate to say this cause I don't want to discourage people from booking. John and I are part owners in dreams unlimited travel. But, uh, the fact of the matter is based on what I'm seeing and based on what I'm hearing, um, I would wait. If you're thinking about a med cruise, you might want to wait because I have a really strong feeling. There is going to be a big old fire sale when those cancellation windows. And when I talk about the cancellation window, uh, what is it on the, uh, on the cruises now? 90, 90 days. Um, what happens is, what they do is, you know, uh, 90 or 89 days before a cruise is going to sail, when everybody who's already booked is in the cancellation window and can't cancel without incurring a penalty, uh, what they do is they drop the price. And that's what we saw last year when these prices went from about $5,000 for two, two adults down to about 2100 for two adults.
1: Now, I will say this. We just saw... And I don't know why. There's no explanation for I it. We saw this. Yeah. We just saw an increase in the pricing for the Mediterranean cruises across the board, twenty to forty percent. Whoa! Wow. Makes no sense to me. I mean, these ships are not full. Well, we if
0: you say. stop and think about it. Stop and think about it.
1: Raise it forty percent now and drop. Raise it
0: forty percent and now, and then drop it forty percent when the cancellation window closes because they know they're going to have to. They it. know they're going to have to do it.
2: Can I go back? I gave just a little bit of information, misinformation. How dare you? It's ninety days on uh, suites before departure. Ninety days prior to departure, you enter the f- penalty phase. Uh, it's seventy-five days prior to departure for. Uh, Non-suite rooms.
0: Okay, so seventy. So it's 74 days before a particular sailing. is. That's when you're going to see. Right. If you're going to see a drop in price, that's when you're going to see it. So if you're looking at a med cruise, you take a look at the date you want to travel, count back 74 days, and I wouldn't book it before that, honestly. And especially with this... And
1: then you take the risk of what is airfare going to be. You know?
0: that's yeah. a That's a good point.
2: It's a gamble.
1: It's, it's a, a gamble.
0: gamble. Right. It's a gamble. And that's why I think Disney should just kind of meet in the middle with these prices instead of going to the extreme. Just come in at one price and keep it at that price and make that price, find your sweet spots. Find the find the price that people are going to respond to. Um, and they're not doing that. So uh, with med cruises, you know, yeah, you have to have some flexibility and you got to be willing to gamble a little bit, but um, that's, one, that's one aspect. Um, and one of the other rumors that we're hearing, that we've been hearing for a while now, is that... Disney may dock one of the ships in a port other than Los Angeles or Canaveral. And uh, smart money right now is on New York City. Although Galveston has been thrown around as well as a possible, uh, as a possible port. Um, my sources are saying that Disney is negotiating heavily for New York. Mainly because so much of the business is there uh, in the Northeast. The Northeast makes up a huge percentage of the people who travel to Walt Disney World and on the Disney Cruise Line, more than any other area of the country. And putting a ship in the Northeast is, would, would make a lot of sense. Now, it's also going to limit the itineraries that you can do. You're not going to be able to do the Caribbean on a seven-day sailing from New York.
1: However, we just had some friends sail out of Bayonne and do a... Uh, New England, cruise. that New know, England I cruises.
0: New England cruises. Nova Scotia. Nova
1: Scotia. They had an incredible time. Royal Caribbean. They said it was one of the best cruises they've ever been on. Wow. Because of the ports of call and the different things you get to see. And so I think the interest would be there for that.
0: I, I think so, too. I think so, too. I think, you know, one of the things that this Southwest Splendors trip really uh, brought home for me. And this is something Walter had been saying for ages. And he was right. Was that there is so much great stuff to see in our own country
7: mm-hmm.
0: that there is this uh, there is this draw to go to Europe, this draw to go to you know exotic places and faraway places, but there are some really amazing things right here mm-hmm. in in America. So it doesn't surprise me that people would do a New England cruise. And,
2: well, I, we've we've had this. John and I, I say I'm
0: sorry, and I say America, but also Canada. I mean, you know, Canada's got some amazing places to visit, and, uh, and cruises go there. So,
2: John and I have talked about this before. We love uh, cruise vacation on a ship. However, the Caribbean doesn't hold a lot of interest for us.
0: Once you've done it. Right? Well,
2: we, we're not beach people. We don't snorkel. We don't swim. We don't scuba. We don't drink. And I've got enough straw crap to last a lifetime. <laughs> and I've got all the tablecloths I need. So it's it's just... I would love a cruise ship to go someplace else. And I would – we talk about this all the time. The idea is that they run sales on Caribbean cruises and you get to be on a ship, which we enjoy. So we ended up going to the Caribbean a lot.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So um, New York and Galveston, my money's on New York. Uh, But again, I think this all comes down to if Disney can work out. Yeah. And the fact that they're not ready to announce these yet tell, tells me they are having problems.
2: Aren't trips out of Galveston usually shorter than a week-long excursion? I don't know. I think they're usually four- and five-day trips out of Galveston. Could be.
3: And are they just like on that side of Mexico? On that I think coast? I they
2: do that part, yeah.
1: Um, I, my gut tells me that the, the magic's going to be back in the Mediterranean, and that they're not going to want to pull the fantasy out of uh, doing these seven-night itineraries out of Port Right,
0: but understand the magic in the Mediterranean, the, the Mediterranean sailing season is fairly short. Right,
1: it's going to come back.
0: So, if you know, you, you're talking about a three or four month window where they can do these Mediterranean, Mediterranean sailings. Uh, one of the other things that we heard a rumor about a while ago was the possibility of a cruise going out of Hong Kong. And now if the airfare is expensive going to Barcelona, you're going to have to mortgage a house to fly to Hong Kong. Right. But the thought of them doing something in uh, a cruise in china a cruise in hong kong or even japan or something like that that whole i, I julie's kind of giving me a look i think that would be amazing
3: japan interests me china and hong kong do not
0: see china really interests me i would love to see china
2: the alaskan window season the alaskan uh, season is kind of short also the same thing with a new england cruise
1: these are only summer cruises so you've got to no matter where they go there's going to be uh, you know, a limited amount of time they can. There's do still a winter these...
2: season where they're going to have to put the ships in
1: warm water, right?
3: See, the thing for me is, I don't. I would probably be skin and bones when I came back from a trip to China or Hong Kong because I've seen the food that they eat.
0: Yeah, but you're going to be. Especially going to be. Yeah, yeah the I don't machine. know about that. I, yeah, I, they're not going to be serving the. You know. <laughs> no. Dog. Worms and dog food on. I can tell
3: you, you're
2: going to be skin and bones way before the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs>
0: Really? Yeah, Julie misses a meal, <laughs> and she's you know. Corey runs it over with doctor. Um, you know us.
2: We could go on Survivor. And I, was okay. gonna, I was just I was
0: just going to say if, if you know I, I I always joke around if my body started consuming itself I'd be good for about three or four years.
3: You're not a camel. <laughs> so,
0: um, I uh, I I'm interested to see what they do. One of the things that did interest me about the Mediterranean cruises last year it surprised me was the success of the Adventures by Disney add-ons. Uh, what they did last year with the Mediterranean cruises was they added this Adventures by Disney component where instead of shore excursions, you paid, I think it was like 24 dollars $2,500 a person in addition to your cruise fare. And in each port, you got an Adventures by Disney experience. You had two guides that worked with you, and they had local guides in port all set up. This is all part of the ABD experience. Your transportation was the cruise ship. And these things sold out almost immediately. I mean, they were amazingly popular. So, you know, it kind of tells me there's that divide. You've got that group of people with more money than <laughs> than God and that will spend the money on this stuff, and then you've got the rest of us that would love to do it, but, you know, the cost is too prohibitive. Um, I wonder if they're going to expand, because I know there's a lot of people waiting for them to release the Adventures by Disney uh, uh Offers I can't imagine for the they Mediterranean will, they would
2: not do it. My money is on they will do
1: the. It
0: was too successful it was last too year.
2: Successful. I, I can. I, I've talked to ABD, and the answer is yes. They're going to do it. Just it's just what, a matter where, of how much. You know, they're not always good about bringing out information.
0: I know the uh, the thing to remember though with the expense of those ABD add-ons, and Walter and I saw this uh, last year um, in. Uh, uh, in the Mediterranean was the shore excursions that were more expensive. The ones you spent 150 200 dollars a person on, those were the good shore excursions. But the ones you guys were going on that were like 30 and 40 dollars, not worth going on. You, they were crap. And Did Like the bus a bus
8: tour or said, something? The thought of going on an all-day trip and then coming back and having to work. That's one of the reasons we were doing some of the shorter ones. So,
0: Well, we were also doing some of the little yeah, – it was time was definitely a consideration, but also we were trying to get a glimpse of the more reasonably priced itineraries. And Some
8: were fairly chumpy. Yeah,
0: yeah. and you guys came back from a lot of those saying, Egh. So, you know, it's not unusual for these shore excursions to be $100 plus. So when you start figuring out that you're going to spend – when you start figuring out what the Adventures by Disney add-on is, what you get, the kind of experience you get versus what it costs just to do the shore excursions, it suddenly becomes a lot more reasonable because you can easily spend a couple of grand on shore excursions.
2: Not only that, but you're going to get the opportunity to do things that probably aren't involved in other shore
0: excursions. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I know the people that did the ABD uh, add-ons last year had a lot of good things to say about it. I know our ABD moderator, say hello, uh, is her name on the boards, uh, posted a great trip report on uh, the ABD board regarding regarding that. So um, uh, interested to see what they do with that. Any any speculation when they're going to release more information?
1: No. Actually,
0: I do you think, think? Oh, I guess my question being: Do you think they're going to release it as they find out, or are they going to wait and do a major push? No,
1: they're going to do a major push. It's probably going to be first quarter of 2011.
0: I don't think we're going to see it if it's anything later than the middle of January. They're going to lose business. Right,
1: exactly. But it's not going to be that early. You think? I'm almost positive. Why? It's just the way things are going just the way things are
0: going. I disagree. I think it's going to happen before the end of the year. Do you think so? I think I, I think they right. almost have to.
1: Um, it's going to happen while we're on the Let's cruise. Let's hope. Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> going to happen on December 13th. <laughs> That's the way it always works. <laughs> we're away.
1: But Yeah, the way things
2: are piling up and the way things are being talked about when we call them, I don't think we're going to see As long as later. we're going, to, we're talking about the, I have to step in for just a second. The February ABD trip, final payment happens. The final payment due date is while we're on the ship. Just so those who are viewer who are listening, I'm moving your final payment due date back by about five days, just so I can
1: handle so the payments
2: process. before I get on the cruise ship.
0: Sounds good.
1: I want to give you just a little more information about 2012 from a perspective of what we're seeing as we sell these. First of all, there's not that crazy push like there has been in the past for when new itineraries and new sale dates are released. We're not finding any sale dates where there's been big jumps in price where categories are selling out, where even dining is selling out. The only one I've seen so far has been the August 12th, 2012 fantasy sailing. I don't know why. That one seems to be running out of availability. As far as pricing goes, um, if you're interested in the uh, inaugural selling of the fantasy, we have some uh, sample pricing for you. Two adults in a Category 5e, a veranda stateroom, Thirty-nine, seventy-six, fifty-eight.
0: For how many nights?
1: Seven night Western. Okay, these aren't bad
0: prices. It's not when you consider that four nights on the Dream is running about thirty-two hundred in the same stateroom. Right. So two, two adults,
1: two adults in a category nine A, which is uh, inside with a uh, an outside with a portal is Porthole is thirty four, thirty five, forty. So just again, I want to point
2: out the pricing isn't outrageous on these. However, if you're interested in the maiden voyage of the fantasy, something you need to keep in mind is your deposit is immediately non-refundable, and Disney Cruise Line has stated they will not allow you to take that deposit if you cancel that cruise and move that deposit to another sale date.
4: See, so that would stop me right there.
1: Stops a lot of people. Right. One more piece of information. Um, we talk a lot about rebooking on board, to get the onboard booking perks and then move it to a future sale date. Uh, Disney Cruise Line has said that for the inaugural sailing of the Fantasy, no onboard discounts will be honored, but you will get your onboard booking credit. So if you booked a previous cruise and you decide you move it to this April 7th sailing, you will get your onboard shipboard credit, but there's no discount on the cruise fare.
0: something funny Corey pointed out to me when I was talking to him (laughs) him while I was out in uh, Arizona. Was that during the uh, conference call, the webinar for the launch of the fantasy? Oh, put a bullet in me. Um, apparently, because obviously, all this material was prepared in advance. The original date that Disney right. set for the sailing was <laughs> April fourteenth, right. which was the would be the one hundredth anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. <laughs> and wow. they had that they had left that on a couple pieces of collateral in the webinar that it was going to be April 14th. He even said it. and even said it. Um, so, I thought that was funny. They changed it to the 7th. That's why you oh, have two Western they?
5: Caribbeans back to back, too. Hey,
6: I mean, Don't you think Disney would have researched that? No, you'd, they should have. I think,
2: I think they should have, but I think well, at least just- they
0: caught it. I mean, obviously, because they'd already Before set all the their email blast went out and all that. Yeah, I mean, everything went out With the seventh out. on it, right. and it just happened to be this particular webinar didn't get updated because that's a thought you want to. Put but they in are still; head.
3: they do still have a cruise on that date, right? I think I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be on that ship. I know,
2: I know. This <laughs> To the Bahamas, you can There's swim to shore. There's
5: actually a
3: cruise on the hundredth
2: anniversary. That's going out to where it sank, I believe. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm.
1: This, the, the webinar, webinar was... Not a Disney cruise. The webinar was for, specifically for travel agents. And I got to tell you, did you guys watch it?
5: No. Uh, the last half? Oh, my God. I'm glad I, I, I watched the first. This one was
6: better than some of the ones I've done in the past, but I guess you didn't think that. I don't
5: know. It kind of reminded message. me of those little um, TV programs they play on the ship. Yeah. They kind of show you the tour of the ship. And with the, that
6: level of excitement. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The the tag for I'll make this quick the tag for travel agents to um, get their clients excited about taking a Disney cruise is the idea that everything on the cruise is included so the price might be more than a, you might find on another sale date. But it's all included. And they kept saying over and over again, it's included.
5: It's, it reminds me of that Fun Spot commercial we have here in Orlando. Right. They keep saying, it's
3: huge. They're dancing. Or, huge. Oh, my. <laughs> or the, or the
1: uh,
2: scratch and dent washer thing yeah. with the lady with the knee brace. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it
1: sounded like, you know, you got news about your grandpa. What's wrong with his spleen? It's included. You know, it was just really
2: the most bizarre.
1: It was, yeah.
2: And everybody on the ship was saying it. It was horrible. They took them into the kids club, and all the cast members in the in, in the kids club turned around and screamed,
4: "It's included!" <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like that fun spot. Mm-hmm. Huh?
0: All right, so that's uh, some interesting stuff. Some interesting stuff. Uh, like I said, you know, I think the most interesting part about the uh, DCL announcement last week was what they didn't announce. Right. So very interested to see what comes to pass. So we will certainly keep you updated on all of that. And with that, we are going to move on to Miss Teresa Eccles, who we sent out to California a few yeah, weeks ago,
3: yeah,
0: and uh, had her check out the um,
3: Halloween time. Had her Disneyland. check out
0: Halloween at uh, Disneyland. Wanted to wanted to know what the uh, comparison between what they do at Disneyland. That's different. And what they do at Disney World. Now is that different? In a good way or is
4: some things. <laughs> it was hard not to compare it because I'd just been to the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party here before going out there to Mickey's Halloween party. So walking into it, I was going to compare it to see what the differences are. Um, I'd been there several days before the decorations, a lot are similar. A lot are totally different than ours. I, their haunted mansion. Obviously we all know they do an overlay for Halloween for Jack and, um, Sally. Sally, yeah, that was amazing. The nightmare Isn't before that nightmare awesome. before. Oh my God! I must have done it ten mm-hmm. times throughout the week. It was that alone is worth going at Halloween. And um, so the night of the party came. I got my ticket ahead of time. Um, the tickets are they usually run, I think they run around forty nine to fifty nine dollars depending on when you go. Um, I went with Nancy and Wayne and Kelly. A friend, Kelly, joined us. and it was
0: Nancy and Wayne are Disneyland correspondents. Right. And, and Kelly is Mary Jo Mulatto, what, Willie's uh, daughter.
4: Mary Jo couldn't go because she's playing bingo. But I, I know where you got at, Mary Jo. Uh-huh. Had to go to bingo. But uh, I understand completely. Still, I'm, I'm fine with that, Mary Jo. But, um,
0: wow. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not fine. Laid, Not it, fine. On, laid yeah. it on thick. No, she's sweet. The th- main differences I found. Um, we have the Booty U Halloween Parade here, and they have the Mickey's Costume Party Cavalcade Parade, which I found slightly lame compared to ours. Really? Yeah, they didn't have the the dancers. They didn't have the grave diggers. Didn't have the headless horses. So it was men. just floats. It was just the characters in their costumes.
5: That's new for this year.
4: Yeah, well, is it really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know last year they didn't do the Halloween party. They did it. at... Uh, California Adventure. Are you talking
3: about just the Fab Five, or do they have like Winnie the Pooh? They had princesses. Everybody. They had a lot,
4: lot of villains. They brought out um, some villains I hadn't seen in a long time. The Hercules guy that oh, did with the big yeah, cricket Hades. Neck. Yeah, he was there. Interesting. So the difference in the parades, Walt Disney World wins hands down on that one. Their Halloween Screams uh, fireworks show, I think, blows Hallowishes out of the water. Get out of here. Uh huh. I mean, it's lower. It's not as spectacular and big in the sky. But I just like the theming. I like the fact that Jack is kind of hosting it. They have this big moon come up behind the castle. And it's there the whole time. And Jack is in it. And then they show other villains within this moon glowing next to the castle. Wow, That is neat. And Zero, his dog, flies around. Oh, that's cute around the castle, too. You know how they had yeah. Dumbo, and we have Tinkerbell, and all well, they have, you know, Zero flying around. And that's just, the crowd went absolutely insane.
0: What, how, how, happened. how was the crowd?
4: The crowd was... Insane. It was insane. Well, so funny. The day of the parade, or the day of the party, we went in, and we went to guest services to ask a question about um, lockers. And the woman that waited on Wayne and I had told us that um, only a thousand tickets had been sold for that night, and I'm thinking, my God, we're going to have the park to ourselves. But I think there might have been a thousand tickets left, and she had it backwards or something. But it was it was pretty well packed, and you know, seven o'clock comes along, they start sweeping out the undesirables and all the people the that don't have the armbands. And um, but the crowd was it was packed. It was but you could get around and you could get on rides. Very easy. I've never been to Disneyland when it wasn't packed.
0: So getting on the rides, was everything open or just certain attractions?
4: Certain attractions. Um, let's see what was open. Of course, the Haunted Mansion, um, Jungle Cruise, Indiana Jones. My first time on Indiana Jones. Oh, my God.
0: Wasn't that a great ride? Yeah. Awesome. I
4: hesitated all week. I didn't do it. It just looked a little too it's intense. intense, though, is not it? Yeah, it is. But they kept telling me it's the same okay, ride but as he, Dinosaur.
0: Here's the thing. Is, so you liked Indiana Jones? Yes. Okay. It's also pretty much the same as The Mummy in terms of the ride vehicles and the ride mechanism. No, it's not. Yes, it is.
4: No, it's not. It's a, it's a truck. It's not a... The Mummy coaster. is dark. There's fire. There's screaming. Yeah. And that's just from you. Yes, right. <laughs> Indiana Jones... I don't know. Maybe because Harrison Ford was there. Maybe I wasn't able helped. to do Indiana.
0: <laughs> Brendan Fraser is far more attractive than Harrison Ford. Oh, my God. Oh, Pete! Oh, yeah. Gross. Harrison Ford is a freaking senior citizen. Oh, yeah. But he's you, wearing diapers.
3: He was, but st- he was he's still. the pop Is wiping Brendan him Frazier after meals? Looks like somebody's butt.
1: <laughs> I am so changing my email. Address. <laughs> <laughs> You're changing your Email address.
3: <laughs> he looks like he's had a few surgeries that have gone a little awry to In me. Earplugs. Yes. Who? You're talking about Brandon Frazier? Yes. Harrison mm-hmm. Ford is aging just, beautifully. He's just a, I think he's an attractive older man. He needs to take the earring out,
4: though. But anyway, um, anyway, totally off topic there, <laughs> and I didn't take it off topic. But anyway, so some of the rides were Isn't open. is the mummy a roller
2: coaster?
0: No, it's, it's it, no is
1: coaster. Yeah, it is a roller coaster.
2: The mummy's a roller coaster.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: I've been on I've it. I've never been on I don't know.
0: It's a ro- Then it's a roller coaster, like Big Thunder Mountain's a roller coaster. Okay? Well, I consider the Hulk a roller, a roller coaster. Roller coaster. <laughs> but i'm saying it's not like the hulk it's not like dueling drag or excuse well, me dragon challenge down it's not like rip uh rip ride rocket it's
3: more similar to it's, space mountain to me it's uh, cuz it's indoors
0: it, it's not a roller coaster but okay <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> not, not the, by by definition of roller coaster is it on rails it is okay it is and any other is actually in the truck right No, it's i'm not saying they're the same ride... I consider those two rides very similar. I, I consider I, I'm Indiana not Jones that, I'm not the to a Dinosaur. Yes, yes. It is. Those two well, are very similar. Okay.
4: Same tracks.
0: Okay, stop. <laughs> Breathe. Listen. The ride mechanism between Dinosaur and, and uh, uh, Indiana Jones is the same because it's Disney. I consider the whole experience... Obviously it's a different ride mechanism for that Universal uses for uh, the mummy, but it's not like it, it, it's it's very. I find them very similar. I find I them very safer. similar experiences. I felt safer
3: on Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah, that's yeah crazy.
3: I can't compare. I couldn't ride Indiana at that time, so is it, is I don't like the mummy a
2: roller coaster.
0: Yeah, but in well, if yes, it is. But again. It's a roller coaster on a certain level, but it's not. I consider a roller coaster the Hulk. That's a roller coaster. Uh, uh, It's like
3: a super coaster.
0: uh, The Aerosmith. I can't. I'm I'm Uh, losing the name. I'm uh, losing the name. Rock Rock and roller coaster. That's a roller coaster. (laughs) Um, the so I don't consider Big Thunder Mountain is a roller. It is a roller coaster, but it's not really a roller coaster. It's a tame, mellow, you know.
4: It's my speed. Fast okay. ride. In my world, they're all roller coasters. Okay? And I enjoyed Indiana Jones. So. Okay? Now, what other rides are open, Teresa? <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean. Don't Not a me. roller coaster. Not a roller coaster. <laughs> but.
0: So much better than ours.
4: Oh, my God. And that's the first time I had done that, too. Oh, so really? much yeah. better than ours. I come out of it thinking, what the crap? Why didn't we get that here? <laughs> It really ticked me off And I did it several times Obviously Because I knew it was different I just wanted to get My fill of it But It just It was Great. amazing Great I amazing, love pirates amazing, out there. Amazing, amazing Amazing And another thing Not to do with the party But another thing Where I felt we were gypped Is our fantasy land Their Fantasyland Has more little rides mm-hmm. And more to it And
0: I can- like our fantasy land better Oh no I do
3: did you go on the storybook boats?
4: Yes, I the love the tiny book. little castles. Oh no, yeah, I'm houses. sorry, I'm
0: thinking of Tomorrowland. I'm, I'm thinking of Tomorrowland. No, yeah, that Fantasyland. You're absolutely right. Oh
4: my gosh, the storybook, Mr. Toad. Oh, I mean, yeah, all I like of Mr. that. Toad, yeah. I like the Alice ride too. That's yeah. oh, like Alice. Walter.
0: Walter's like obsessed <laughs> so with Mr. Toad. We
8: don't have a fast pass, so we didn't go last time.
4: Well, I got. I spent a lot of time in Fantasyland, but anyway, back to the party. Um, they have the dance parties just like we do. They have the Buzz Lightyear Space Jam and Club Skellington in the French oh, Quarter, which is really cool, fun, like a dance party. And Jack and Sally were out, actual costume characters.
0: Wow, I it's don't fun. think I've ever seen them as costume characters. Oh, I saw
4: your photos. Didn't Jack look a little? Jack weird? looks a little odd. His head's not quite right. right. Yeah, they. But I don't know how they could do somebody. Nobody's going to have that neck, or you know, to put in that costume. Mm. But yeah, Sally looked good the whole i mean they were really good they were out greeting people so they have the same two dance parties that we have they have um the parade we have a parade um the characters greets they had more they had a whole section set up uh, that they built up you know we have the um mix and mingle the villain mix and mingle Mm -hmm. they don't have that show but they do have a whole little area where the villains congregate and you can stand in line to meet and greet and you know, have your picture taken with them. The trick-or-treating. Now, we did the one here, Pete. We went on that. Mm-hmm. And we walked around with our little bag. And you get the exact same bag in California. Exact same. Nothing different about it. But the difference was where we had um, 12 locations here. And that includes the three locations in Alice and the Mad Hatter Trail along the back. hmm out there they only have I believe 8 locations. But each location had a minimum of 3 or 4 spots within that location. Mm. Wow. So every one was a trail. And you'd start like down by um like over by the French area leading towards the haunted mansion. You'd start down there by the water and by the time you got over to the haunted mansion, you'd been through at least 4 different locations. Wow. And it was everywhere we went, everywhere. We never even made it to Tomorrowland. And t- and twice I had to empty out my bag into my bigger bag to get wow. more candy. I couldn't bring the candy back. I had to leave it out there. It didn't fit in my luggage. Of course, it was the night before I left. Did you give it to Nancy? No, I gave it to Wayne. Oh. I mean, it was the night before I left. So, you know, I get back to the hotel. I'm stuffing as much as I can in my face. Oh, I like this stuff. I got to make sure I don't waste it. But <laughs> a lot of it I had to leave. But... I don't know. I think their party blew ours out of the water. Really? For me, anyway. And I had done this one here, what three years now? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I just liked it. I like the whole feeling I know of it I better. Go. <laughs> I like the whole. I don't know.
0: See, and this is why I say to people, you know, you get a lot of people that say, "Oh, I've been to Disney World. I don't need to go to Disneyland." The experiences are so amazingly different. Yeah, they are. Oh,
4: they are. My god And,
0: and, and this, this is exactly what I talk about. Even when they do parties and stuff. And that's why we get so upset when we talk about homogenization. When Kevin really, I love that he termed that that way. Homogenization of Disney. That there are still some things you can do in the parks in, in California and Orlando that are different. Similar but different. And this is sounds like it's one of them.
4: And Big Thunder Ranch. Oh, my God. This is, like, my third, fourth time to Disneyland. I didn't even know that was back there. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I like that. They had the whole thing themed out. It was like walking into a country fair in the Midwest. Wow. In the fall, you know, like pumpkins. They had a pumpkin carver back there. All the little baby goats that had been born in the spring and the summer. All their little Halloween scarves. On. I mean... It was just roasting out
1: a spit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: but not was, one of my favorite parts of Disneyland, is being able to go back there. Yeah, and, you know, during a certain time of year they have reindeer, right? And you know, and you that's, can that's where pet Santa reindeer is. And, yeah. yeah, that's really that's nice. what
4: they're, that's what Mary Jo is them for I mean,
0: target well. practice.
4: But it was it was just amazing. The whole well worth the trip out there for this. If if the haunted mansion alone. You now they keep that up until I think after the Christmas. first of after Christmas, first of January. So if yeah, you the get a chance,
0: overlay, yeah, the Haunted Mansion overlay. Because it's
3: the Nightmare Before Christmas.
4: Right,
0: right so it covers both holidays. And, and just
4: amazing. Amazing the way they It
0: is. It's terrific. It. They used I mean, to have
2: private parties out there called the Haunted Mansion Holiday Parties. I don't think they still have them anymore. And one of the things you could do is if you bought the top level, your name was on the list, on Santa's list, as you went through the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that's cool.
3: Maybe you feel like I do, Teresa. You know, I love Walt Disney World. It, it's a great place and it's fun that we have it in our backyard. But for me, going to Disneyland, I think that's when I get the feeling that people get when they come here. Yeah. But I you're
0: on
2: vacation then, too. There's
4: a difference There is are. a difference.
0: Yeah, there is a bit of a difference. But
4: still, to me, there was a difference, too, because, I mean, I had come to vacation here before I moved here right? a few times and always got that special feeling of coming. But out there, there's the history. It's different. It's a different, you know, walking around knowing you know, Wayne showed me just this weird little This is where Walt stood with his stick and yeah. marked the center. This is.
0: That man is a, a walking encyclopedia. Everything yeah. is also of t- right
3: together, yeah. whereas world's really spread out. And I like walking from, you know, the Magic Kingdom of mm-hmm. Disneyland to California Adventure or over yeah. to downtown Disney. Right. I like the intimate feeling of and it. And to be able
4: to stand in the center of the hub and you're looking at their quaint little castle and you're looking at. Um, you can look over here and you can see Tomorrowland and you can see the Matterhorn. You can see it all right there. And It's not all hidden. You or can
1: see Route 95. Right.
4: <laughs> I don't know. I just, I like that. I like that whole feel. And the special treats they had in the bakeries, I got this adorable little pumpkin demi toss cup that had like a pumpkin mousse in it, which was absolutely amazing.
0: See, that's cool. So, Where'd you stay when you were over there?
4: Disneyland Hotel. Okay. Which is, oh, but they're monorail. Oh my gosh. <coughs> the
5: rail's window's different.
2: open.
4: I don't like it. It's oh, like, you,
3: you don't like sitting facing?
4: I, I don't like the fact that when you're curving, it's too many curves, too close curves, and the trees are like brushing the side of it. <laughs> I felt like it was going to tip off the rail at any time. Nothing's
0: ever good enough for you.
2: No. You have to duck getting
4: into it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't like that at all. It is much different.
0: But you enjoyed your trip.
4: Oh, I enjoyed it immensely, yeah. It Got started it. out a little rough, but, you know. You make me want to go at Halloween? now. Oh, it's definitely worth it. I
8: forgot, Teresa, did she get one of the upgraded rooms? No, no she I didn't. did not. Oh, okay, okay.
4: They wanted $50 extra a night for the upgrade. Could you round.
0: imagine? Bastards.
4: So your headboard didn't light up? No. <laughs> My headboard was just a headboard.
0: Now, we'll be talking more about that in our Disneyland show, the upgrades at the Disneyland. So, all right. Well, thank you very much for that, Teresa. Thanks, everybody, for a great show. That's going to do it for our show this week. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of The Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening.